Well, hey there, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Rate the Record podcast, episode nine, feeling fine, and here we are again. It is your hosts, Chris and... Savannah. Yeah, that's right. We're always here, aren't we? Mm-hmm. Day in, day out, everything. Like my new background. I have to draw attention to it from uh, the get Ah, yes. You are in a new location with actual lighting this time. You made it easier in my editing. <laughs> <laughs> Look at my face. It's so bright now. You people don't know how bad it gets to edit these videos. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. It's a better room, better room, better setup. It's all from that, that uh, juicy, juicy AdSense money. Oh, yeah, it's t- totally. I think we're, we made all of $10. <laughs> a little behind the scenes for you. <laughs> but if you feel so bad for us that you want to, uh, you know, give us more money via YouTube ad money, then go ahead and like and subscribe on yes. YouTube where you're probably watching right now because uh, we're just trying to build that community and we want you to be one of the bricks that are the very foundation of this show. Oh, heck yes. But also you can still be a brick. Uh, this feels weird to say. You can be a brick <laughs> if you are in the audio realm as well. That is Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, CastBox, Anchor, Bandcamp. And I, I swear to God, we're trying for Stitcher, but they're being a pain in the ass right now. Come on, Stitcher, pick up your stuff. Our show's been accepted, but nothing is showing up, so I don't know what's happening. <laughs> Stitcher, I subscribe to you. Oh, so now we're making it personal. Maybe that might work. It might work. We'll but wherever you are, like, follow, subscribe, comment, rate, whatever you can to help build this community and be a part of it. Trust me, we will thank you later and now, actually, so thank you. With the heart. <laughs> but also even with thanking people, I mean... You've, uh, if you've been here before, welcome back. Glad you're here to uh, witness this episode, just like all the others. Yes. So you know what to expect. But if you're new here, you don't know what to expect. So first off, hello. Welcome to the show. We hope you enjoy your stay. Have some fun. Discuss music with us, uh, whether you like the music or not. I mean, that's really, it's irrelevant because we can discuss whatever, and you'll find that yes. out today. Um, I already forgot my train of thought here. <laughs> <laughs> It's, oh. it's a really intense album coming up, so it's like, oh, it's in your yeah, brain. Yeah, it's, it's completely taking up my brain power. Oh, uh, so if you are new here, that means you don't really know. You might not even know what the podcast is about, so let me explain it real quick. So each week, Savannah and I will choose an album, be it completely at random, special edition or anniversary, or viewer's choice like today for example ah, we actually have our first request episode getting through today so you can you can go ahead and thank mr matthew lowry for this one uh whether you like it or not <laughs> <laughs> but anyways oh. we did we discussed the album at length we ranked the songs and then of course rate the record ta-da symbol crash there you go done Roll and credits. done rate that record but before we go any further into this album, because I'm pretty sure we have a lot to say about it, yes. we like to have a little disclaimer that we like to read at the beginning of every episode, just to make sure we're all on the same page of, you know, being cool with each other, not bullying each other and not being dicks. We want to, you know, be respectful about things while still having banter. So, Savannah, what is that disclaimer? <clears throat> the following thoughts and opinions we're going to discuss on Rate the Record regarding this album are strictly of our own personal interests. We are not professional music reviewers. We are simply two friends having fun, discussing, and listening to music. We encourage respectful discussion and friendly banter of each episode, but we do not condone and will not tolerate bullying or belligerence based on the opinions of ourselves or others. This podcast is a casual and for fun project, and you are welcome to take what we say regarding the albums we rate with a grain of salt. There you go. Not much better than me who, you know, memorized it last week. You know what? I'm going to give you that and and you can be the memorized king because there is no way I'm even going to try. I'm the better host. <laughs> Never said you weren't. I just said I was. <laughs> Very like hesitantly. <laughs> Ah, that confidence okay, is really so, showing. Okay, so what's today's album? Moving on, moving on. Today's album, again, once again, a request. One, Matthew Lavery wanted to hear Ratitude by Weezer. Uh, as as much as I'm able to tell from this album, because I haven't heard this prior to this recording, yeah, uh, it's not one of their more well-received albums. But I mean, here's the thing, though. We are more than willing to do albums, whether they're good or bad, because, again, we're a tier-ranking show. So if it's a good album, it's going to go up. If it's a bad album, it's going to go down. It's going to end up somewhere. So regardless, yep. content. 
Damn right. So even if and you want to thank you for that. <laughs> even if you want to troll us with your like Rick Astley album request, we'll do it. <laughs> You gotta you gotta troll harder than that, son. Anyway, <laughs> assuming this was a troll, but anyway, anyways, yes, Weezer and Ratitude. So Weezer, um, I don't know how you couldn't have heard of them by now, but if you haven't, uh, they're an alt rock slash pop rock band out of Los Angeles, California, that formed in 1992. The band's original lineup consists of two founding members, singer and multi instrumentalist Rivers Cuomo, as well as drummer and backup vocalist Patrick Wilson. The lineup, as seen today, of including this album. Also adds on guitarist and backup vocalist Brian Bell and bassist and backup vocalist Scott Schreiner. Their seventh studio album, Ratitude, which we're covering today, obviously, was released in November 2009 through DGC, Interscope, and Geffen Records. A whole lot of releases, because there was a, a whole lot of releases for this. Oh my gosh. Which I should mention to anyone who actually knows of this album, we're doing the 10-song version, no deluxe version, no bonus tracks, just the 10-song edition, just saying. On Spotify, there's four options. There's yes, four. there is. And I went with the shortest one. <laughs> Good choice. But... Uh, speaking of 10, though, uh, this album managed to hit number 10 on Canadian album charts, number 7 on U.S. Billboard 200, and number 1 on both U.S. Billboard Alternative Albums and U.S. Billboard Rock Albums. The main singles from this album are If You're Wondering If I Want To, I Want To, and I'm Your Daddy. There was also two other singles that were iTunes only, but that's not really single then. So yeah, Weezer and Ratitude. Huh. I, I've never, well, I know that definitely have heard, um, I want you to a hundred percent. Um, but the only thing I know about this album that I guess is memorable, is just the album cover. I remember seeing it going, the dog. what is, what, <laughs> what? When I, so. when I saw the album cover to those who haven't seen it, it's a picture of like a dog leaping midair in a living room and like an action shot. Uh, it gave me uh, huge heavy vibes of Bex Odelay. Oh, of yeah. like that that weird kind of dreadlocked oh. looking dog hopping over the thing there. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I immediately thought of Odelay, so. It, it reminds me of a mobile home I lived in when I was like 12. Ah. <laughs> so I looked at it going, I get, like I see it, but I don't see Ren it. Ren and Stimpy style memories. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Alrighty, so we know what album we're doing today, so it's time that we start discussing it, so we should get right into it. So the very first song on this album, of course you get to start it with a single. If you're wondering if I want to, I want no. If if you're wondering, I if I want you to, I want you to. It's a like a long, long title. <laughs> yep. I like this song. I think it might just be exposure because I've definitely heard it on the radio or commercials or something. But the first thing that pops into my mind is that colorful dark silhouette iPod commercial. Oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah. All I see is this song being played for uh, an iPod commercial, 100%. Well, and actually, my first note literally says, hello, Poppy phone commercial. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, 100%. It's got that vibe, 100%. Yeah. And um, I wrote this note uh, before I had even like gotten through the entire album. I wrote this note in the very first song, and guess what? I was right. I can tell you that spoiler alert. I have a feeling this will be the rest of the album, but holy catchy hook central. A hundred. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I the, think that's why I like it. It's, it's fairly memorable. If they had just called this album The Hook, it, like I would have gotten the pun. It would have been funny. But no, but this, this is what the entire album is. It's just one hook, like catchy hook after the other. Yeah. I've mentioned that a couple times. I think this song specifically is just very straightforward pop, but I do like the drum beat. Yeah. Like it, it just, it seems very like skipping down the sidewalk, you know, handing flowers to your neighbors and finger pistols. And it's just, it's so like, I'm having an awesome day. Oh sound. God, there goes the Weezer fan. <laughs> <laughs> but meanwhile, no music is playing. He's just listening to his headphones and everyone's like, what is wrong with this guy? <laughs> They just no. They just know he's a Weezer fan. It goes along <laughs> with the memes wherever, like 
people can point out a Weezer fan just by certain things or something like oh, that. Lord. Great. <laughs> but yeah, um, this was a, a fun and energetic track to kick off the album. Like, it's fine. Uh, it, it's not 100% my cup of tea, but at the same time, I can understand why this is a single. I can understand oh, why it's so fun. Yeah. Uh, there are a great use of harmonies in the bridge going into the final verse chorus of the song, which I really probably was the most stand-up point of the song for me. Yeah. But yeah, as I said, I could definitely see why this was a single. It didn't really waste any time, and it yep. just kept a good, consistent pace all the way through. I, I like that it was the intro to the album because, like you said, it's definitely like a this is what the album is. You know, it's it, they throw it right at you from the get go, which I do kind of appreciate. There's no curveballs. It's just you know what you see is what you get, and I kind of appreciated that. Yeah, I mean, again, it's okay. Uh, not my favorite thing in the world, but considering the album that this is on, I, I mean, it works. It's fine by me. Yeah. I want to make a quick note real too, uh, uh, real quick. Uh, I We mentioned this off camera, but I should mention this now. Uh, to anyone watching the video version, you'll notice, yes, Savannah has a whole new background camera, everything. Uh, it might get, If it does get laggy at any point, I don't think it has yet, but if it does, it's not me in editing and I cannot fix that. So I... Don't even come at me. If you do, I swear to God, you're blocked and banned. <laughs> okay. I said I bought this stuff with AdSense money. It just wasn't a lot of AdSense money. And if I bought it off Wish, I bought it off Wish. Okay? If you bought it off Wish, it'd be here in three months. <laughs> Trust me. I and bought one thing on Wish and I hate it. <laughs> this was the plan when I started. I've been waiting the whole time. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> Okay. Uh, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'd never buy anything off Wish. I did once and I absolutely regretted oh, it. Lord. <laughs> well, at least I have the experience to say I'll never do that again, though. So like, I have like firsthand experience. Exactly. Learning. It's the best way to go, right? Alrighty then. Now that that note's out of the way. Song number two, the other single. Why not just stack the singles all at the beginning of the album? I'm your daddy. So what do you think? <sighs> I okay so the first I've listened to this album twice so I always listen to it for the first time just through and then the second time I actually sort of pay attention to the nuance of it so the first time I was like I hate this song <laughs> I just I hate it second time okay like I kind of knew what I was getting into it wasn't too too bad um I felt like the guitar had too much distortion or it was too loud during the verses. Hmm. Like at the beginning, I didn't like it. It just, it felt out of place. But the second time, it, I think it was just too loud. Um, but aside from that, it it is, the chorus is fairly catchy and memorable. Um, it kind of felt like the phrasing was kind of off with having, you know, I'm your daddy just kind of quickly rushed in at the end but as it kept going i was like okay like it it's starting to sound normal i guess so it wasn't as jarring the second time around i think that's what you'll notice with a lot of the writing on this album is it's structured very much the same all the way through uh so i mean it's hard to point out things that like you know might stand out a little bit but yeah like even with like if it feels like it's trying to like jam some lyrics in at the last second, like I feel like it does that more than once on this album. Yes. Yeah. I, agree. I, I feel like they can write all the music first and then just try to write lyrics over top of it. Like later. I don't know what the writing process for Weezer is like, but that's what I imagine. Um, I, on the other hand, actually really liked the guitars on this, uh, this track, oh, yeah? uh, how low and just distorted they were. It, it like huge, huge nineties alt rock track vibes. Yeah. Like I, I actually really kind of liked it. It had a twist of modernity. Uh, I think I, if I use that right, modernity, like modern, modernity. Oh, okay. I don't, if that's not a word, it's a word now. How about that? <laughs> Hey, Editor Chris here. Just saying that, yes, I did Google this word. It is 100% real. I even had it pronounced for me, so everything about it is correct. I'm not crazy. All right, just had to say that. Back to the podcast. I'm a yes. scholar. Uh, I, I think of maternity. I'm like, that is not even That's why I'm saying, write. like, I don't want to get it mixed up. This <laughs> The song is baby. <laughs> but yeah, the, the song, I, I actually really dig the 90s alt rock vibe, so I don't mind that the guitars are too loud because it kind of brought me back to, like, an American Pie type scenario, like a movie. And that's yeah. just the soundtrack that you hear. Yeah. But other than that, I mean, to be honest, there's not a lot to say for this track. I mean, it's a generic kind of pop rock, alt rock structure, uh, simple structure and hooking. Um, nothing really stood out about it. And like, this is the kind of track 
you'd uh, this kind of goes with the American Pie thing. I actually have this written verbatim. This is the kind of track you'd hear playing in the background of someone's party in some sort of teen comedy movie. Because uh, I see you're shaking your head. You agree. <laughs> because it's 100% true. Yeah. That, that's why I said 90s alt rock vibes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm just going to give a little bit of a spoiler just for the next song. That is, that is what I said for the next song. So when you say, I'm like, oh, so we're thinking the same things. Okay. I, I think I had this idea for a lot of tracks <laughs> on this album. I mean, again, yep. uh, they're all, all these songs are kind of written the same. Yeah. So yep. because of that, I mean, like you're going to hear a lot of these in like an American Pie type movie. I don't yep. want to pick on uh, that one specifically, but I mean, it's like the most memorable teen comedy thing of the 90s. I 100% agree. What other movie For have you sure. seen where a guy fucks a pie? And don't talk about porn. I'm talking about an actual mainstream movie. Exactly. I've actually never seen American Pie. Spoiler alert, he fucks a pie. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, that's actually the second time that I've said, I've never seen American Pie today because I think it came up in conversation earlier. It was meant, this album was meant to be then. <laughs> I think so. I think so. I, I have to hold it close to my heart. All right. So again, I have nothing else for I'm Your Daddy. Neither do I. It, uh, it is a song that I would listen to again. So yeah, I, I can it, cap it with that. It's definitely decent. I enjoy the 90s alt rock vibes. And so that's what really got me through this song as compared yeah. to like some of the other tracks. And speaking of some of the other tracks, uh, let's go into the next one then. The Girl Got Hot. And they go. this one goes from 90s alt rock to very modern pop rock track very, very quickly. It's like they know how to use nostalgia and yep. work it around while also using their new sound. But at the same time, it just doesn't feel as good in this song. I, I said it's the theme to every 90s coming of age movie. More or and, less. And it sounds like that Gary Glitter song they play at sports games. Oh, boy. <laughs> Gary Glitter. Oh, no. Well, well, I mean, looking past that, I don't know what it's called. It's like, I think it's like something part two or I don't know what it is. But it just reminds me just the beat at the beginning is just like very, I'm listening to this at a hockey game. I've I've been to sporting events recently that still use that Gary Glitter track. And yeah. I'm assuming you know what happened with Gary Glitter, right? Uh, I do, but if our listeners don't, I would advise them to uh, search that on Google. Just Google because... Gary Glitter and nothing else because be careful what you're searching for. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's it's not something that we'd want to talk about uh, on YouTube or anywhere where there are guidelines. If I'd said the words crusty pretzel, could you kind of like read between the lines and see what he was searching for on the internet? Just take that for you i know other places say cheese pizza but i say crusty pretzel yeah. anyways that's gary glitter this is the girl got hot by weezer crusty pretzel <laughs> girl got hot it sounds it sounds like the nerdy guy who never got girls in high school rivers cuomo and, oh my lord and then like he's like oh i'm not into this nerdy girl i'm going to aim higher and i'm going to go for the most popular girl and then the nerdy girl got hot and he's like oh i like her now because I don't like her personality. I just like her looks. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up. It, it sounds like you were digging down a very personal well there for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it, the title is The Girl Got Hot. I don't yeah. really know what other image I am to put around that title. Yeah, she used to be shitty, but now, goddamn. Yeah. As I if know. I suddenly he, have a chance after bullying her in high school. <laughs> he, he says in the song, and I don't know any of the any of the lyrics other than the girl got hot, the others did not. Oh. Like, How shallow. <laughs> I didn't care for this very much. At no, all. I, I wasn't big into this one because, like, I'm Your Daddy gave me, like, old Weezer vibes. Yeah. Which, like, I uh, the only Weezer albums I've really listened through up to this point before Ratitude was uh, the Blue and the Green album. Yeah, I've never uh, listened to any. The blue, like I, I, I don't really say this on the internet, I guess, but I think I brought this up before. How people have chastised me before for saying the blue album was meh. Yes, yes, you have. I think this was last week. Very likely, yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm your daddy. Gave me like kind of blue and or green albums. Uh, I can't. I, I don't know much about Pinkerton. All I know is people really hate that album. Oh, so, it's a good thing we didn't have to do that. That'd be interesting. <laughs> um, but Request yeah. for next week. Oh no, we already got it. So we already got an album for next week. Get in line. Okay, but yeah, uh, back to this song, though. Um, I do like, there's this, like, guitar kind of, like, 
prior to him actually saying the song's title, The Girl Got Hot, like, I don't know. It's been a few hours since I've listened to this, so it's already kind of out of my head. Again, everything yeah. blends in with this album, so it's hard to, like, remember specific parts. Yeah, yeah. But there definitely was a guitar, like, I really like, so I liked it enough to take a note about it. But, yeah, I, overall, I said, not a very inspired track. Nothing stands out. Another fun little jumpy-type song, but there's nothing new or interesting about it. Yep. I, I have only one more note that just says, during the outro, the layering of The Girl Got Hot whoa and the chorus seem too much like i'm listening to it i'm listening to the music and it's just kind of alternating all these lines i'm like you could have done two and that would have been good but all three it just seemed kind of like uh like a movie when you're listening to the internal dialogue of somebody with schizophrenia with all these voices and i'm like i when is this over i don't want this to work yeah i i i, I can get that i mean because i i imagine that they just like they wanted to layer the song as much as they could. Like, let's fill the sound. Let's fill Spectre this yeah. shit. It's oh, like, yeah. You really Wall don't, of sound. You, you really don't have to. It's fine. I mean, like, sometimes, especially nowadays, less is better. Oh, yeah. There, There is, yeah. like... I won't say what it is, but there's a, like an album with like that's rock, but very minimal. That is, like, one of my favorite albums of all time. One day we'll do it on the show, but just saying, less can be better. That oh, note yeah. will come up one day when we actually do that album. <laughs> but in the meantime... Yeah. We can go on to... Whoops, I dropped my pencil. Whoops, my anarchy symbol. Shout out to anyone who's seen that little tiny video before. It's one of my favorite videos on the internet. Anyways, song four. Can't stop partying. Oh, is partying or dancing? I think it's partying, yeah. Can't stop partying. partying, And then parentheses, polo version, although it's the only version on the album, so I I don't know. Yeah, they do that again. Uh, Pop rock straight to straight pop. Okay. Not a not very fond of this song. I'll say that much. <laughs> I mean, okay. I, so, go ahead. Sorry, no. You you continue. Continue. Mine. Mine is slightly an angry rant, so I'm going to to let you go first. My bad. Because all I was I was gonna say was up to this point, I've been trying to be as positive as I could. I didn't necessarily go into this album with bad expectations, but I know that people tend to make fun of this album. I've heard about that before, and it didn't perform oh. like super super well amongst the crowds. But so I went in blank. I was just like, whatever. What I know it's gonna be like a poppy type album. We'll see. This. This this one didn't feel good compared to what's already been on the album. So why would you add this? Like it just it didn't fit. <laughs> Was this album written by a fifteen year old? Rivers Cuomo. Up until now, <laughs> up until now, I could be convinced that this was written by a high school boy. Um, this song gave me really intense Rebecca Black Friday vibes. <laughs> Shout it, out to her for making had, a comeback. Oh my God, she's so, she has such a great voice. Anyways. Yeah, now that she knows how to sing. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay, so... The uh, the repeat repeating word of partying partying doesn't help. Yeah. The <laughs> the rap interlude in the middle does not help. Lil Wayne himself. Sure, I'm pretty. Is that him? That's Lil Wayne. I hated it. Um, <laughs> Same. So for for Rebecca Black's video has the producer throwing in a little rap verse, but I don't know if it's on the album. Thank God. But when that rap part came on, I was like, this is definitely just Friday by Rebecca Black. Um, and it felt like a lazy song and I hated it. Um, no oh, surprise. Yeah. I don't care if I spoil my position. It's position. I hated it. It sucked. It hated it. <laughs> Fine by me. Fine by me. Because I, I agree with pretty much everything there. And it's funny with that producer from the Re- Rebecca Black song. I, he he ruined so many kids' lives. Oh, my they, God. They, want, yeah. they only wanted was a pop track, but then these kids just got relentlessly bullied. It was that, That's what happens when you have rich parents who just like, oh, here, go make a music video. It'll be fun. It's like, no. Yeah. The, the, the fine print of what they would have to deal with was in white font. You couldn't read it, but it was there. Yeah. You had to hold like a there. purple light up to it or anything like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. God. So yeah, it Ugh. 100% was Lil Wayne. Um yeah. and I wrote Lil Wayne brings literally nothing to this song except a name that was big at the time. Other than that, big yikes. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, it didn't like elevate the song. It didn't yell like, "Hey, you know, listen to this." It was just kind of like a 
what is this and why is he here his his bars weren't even good he was barely even rapping them like he, it's like he showed up into the studio by accident he's like oh yeah i guess i'll do a verse that's why it gives me rebecca of rebecca black vibes it's yeah. just like i don't know it just seems very I was uh, I was I very know. much done with the song, like at the Lil Wayne part. But as soon as that course after Lil Wayne kicked in, I was like, I'm I'm done. I could change the song right now and probably still have the same score. I yeah. listened to the whole thing, but guess what? I still have the same score for the song. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I swear he was he, a 15 year old wrote this. Like, I mean, if if you're gonna do a dance beat type track, at least have a big finish too, and that's a bigger gripe I have like to if you want to do this it's fine but I mean the ending of the song was so weak for what yeah. they were going for I'm just like this shouldn't have been on the album like what there's was this? So, there's so many songs in this album that just sort of they have I, I don't know how to describe it other than it's just sort of one level and then it doesn't you know like crescendo at the end it's like huge it's just sort of tapers off and you're kind of like oh Okay. But even with the whole tapering off thing, too, I mean, like, it barely even does that. It's just, like, the, leading into the end, too, like, it feels like they could have been, like, a little more, yeah, there could have been more, it could have been bigger. There wasn't enough sound going on. It didn't feel like I should be dancing to this. Like, just, it, what an awful, awful song. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, I'm ready to go to the next one. Yeah, me too. But <laughs> In I, all I, honesty. I think we're both going to. I think that one's going to match for sure. Yeah. I'm, oh, by the way, uh, we'll did, didn't see. mention this. Didn't mention this on camera, but uh, off camera, I said we were going to have two correct, okay. like two matching. I I don't know if we'll get the uh, the tenth position correct. Oh, you hated something else. More? There there is also another song that I hated. So oh, I mean, okay. spoiler. But Shit. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, then one then. If I'm lucky, I don't even know anymore. <laughs> There were two songs I was certain of, but now I'm not feeling too certain yeah. about. All right. Song five. Again, with one of these parentheses songs, too. Put Me Back Together, Serban Ganea mix or something like that. I, again, I don't know why these mixes or versions are, like, in the titles when it's, like, literally just the plain album. This isn't a remix album. I, I actually yeah. – I went through Spotify. I went through Wikipedia. I went through Google. I went through YouTube just to make sure I was listening to the correct version of all these tracks. And apparently I was. This is so dis like disorienting. Like, don't do this. Just put the put me back together. That's it. That's the song it's, title. It's like it's like calling me Savannah. Parentheses the good one. Wait, what? <laughs> I'm only confused because no one would ever one. call you that. <laughs> <laughs> Screw you. Yay! Hi. I'm evil. So much. <laughs> Alrighty then. <laughs> How like we're this. still friends. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I like I like this song though. I, it gives me it gives me like early two thousands emo vibes, and I'm super down for it. I like it. I do like this one, and it it hurt that it came on the heels of something that I was like, get this out of here. I'm like, ooh, I like this. Okay, this is nice. Yeah, it's like hearing like a really good heavy track and then like you're suddenly brought to a ballad and you're just like, oh man, the energy I was riding there for a minute. Although this is like the opposite effect where it's like I was riding in the back of a garbage truck and now I'm being dropped off in a really pleasant meadow. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. Like, I still you, smell you like out, shit. <laughs> you fell out of the garbage truck right into a Rolls Royce. <laughs> More or less. But yeah, I, I also, uh, this song was all right. I mean, it's not my favorite on the album or anything. Uh, I yeah. do like the soft vocals to start off the song. Obviously, it has a very emotional tone. Um, yeah. I wrote something that it autocorrected, so I don't even know what the hell that means. It's two and the <laughs> instrumentals only partially match it. What the hell was I even trying to say? I assume you liked it. <laughs> I think it had something to do with my next note, actually, because I did write something like the heaviness of the drums kind of subtracts from the emotion of the song. OK, so that actually kind of makes more sense. Maybe it picked up okay. and got a little too heavy. And like so the instrumentals only kind of partially match like the vocals and everything like that. Um, mm -hmm. But being another 90s pop rock type track, like I gave it a pass for that because like that's what a lot of these like softer songs sounded like. And like the early emo days, too. Yeah. Like that's that's kind of before like things got like hardcore and stuff like that. Like there was like, there was an actual real emo like Modest Mouse for example and Elliot Smith. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I I don't know, I didn't put much down for this because I actually just sat there and just listened to it and I I just really liked the 
the personal throwback to, you know, when I was in high school, listening to, you know, sad emo songs without the screaming. And it's just, I don't know, like I can see Taking Back Sunday singing this particular song and I didn't have much, much problem with it. But like I said, I think it's because it came on the heels of something I didn't really like that this I was like, you know what, I like it and I'm just going to enjoy it for for what it is. So that's where I'm at for that. Yeah, I also <laughs> didn't have a whole lot more written for the song. But yeah, I the whole point of like, yeah, on the heels of like a really garbage shit song. But like I, I did write too though, like I, I feel like more could have been done to really drive the narrative of the song. I didn't again, not really doing the lyrics this week. Um, but like you can definitely hear this is a very emotional song. Rivers Cuomo is a very sad man. <laughs> or at least sometimes yeah. a sad man. Um but yeah, they didn't do a whole lot to drive the narrative of the song. Instead it just kind of blended in by the middle of it and it kind of lost all its feeling to me. So like I enjoyed the first half and then the second half I was like mm. it's kind of like you started painting but then you got frustrated and just smeared the rest of the the canvas you know like <laughs> it's like you you were working on something here why didn't you finish it I mean I, I understand that yep I actually have that for a different song too so yep I, I I like how our sentiments regardless whether they're on the same song or not are fairly similar for this album I'm not surprised <laughs> at all well at least we're on some sort of meeting ground here i guess considering i don't know what our rankings are gonna look like at this oh point. yeah no we'll see about those jeez louise and i wonder how it's gonna look in editing because you, your your audio went really crazy for a minute there so oh really shout out to the audio listeners out there if you just had a big digital scare there <laughs> yeah i could still hear what you were saying but there was just like that blocky digital kind of cutout sound oh i get that on you all the time oh excellent yeah yeah so, but you haven't mentioned it so i'm like that eh, probably is just my end maybe my internet's not good who knows the best part is i use audacity so at the, to record my audio so i don't get the blocky end of my portion i don't know if yours oh, will good. we'll see maybe it's just the program i don't know but anyways next song yes. tripping down the freeway we are halfway through the album now yeah um okay so the chord into the chorus definitely reminds me of buddy holly like obviously not anything really to note but it's just i noticed it anyways um so as soon as you went into the chorus i just wanted to listen to buddy hall buddy holly but um unfortunately that is not good for the this song because I did not care to finish listening. Eating an unsalted cracker. I took it in, but I got nothing from it. <laughs> Great description. Unsalted Thanks. crackers. How boring shit. <laughs> exactly. That's the point. And actually, I kind of have notes that go along with that too, I guess. Well, first off, I one of my first notes is that I liked the uh, the melody, uh, vocal melody contrasted with the instrumentals to the verse. There was something kind of like off about them, like dissonant a little bit, but I really enjoyed that. Although yeah. it might not necessarily be dissonant. I don't know. Again, music theorists, uh, uh, not theorists, but like music theory people, correct me if I'm wrong because I don't, I know this much about music theory. Zero <laughs> to the audio listeners. Um, Listen to Watch uh, Rick Beato on uh, YouTube. It's pretty good, pretty informative. You tell me now and I'll forget in five minutes. <laughs> well, now everyone else can watch him. I would say I have the memory of a goldfish, I swear to God. <laughs> um, the the chorus of this song, though, the pro like, I really liked the verse a lot, but the chorus has kind of uh, made it just feel like all the others, again, just blending yeah. in. Um, but at least the synths that were in the background of this track, like behind the guitars and everything like that, kind of carried it a little better. So I enjoyed that much. It felt like it flowed nicer. Yeah. But yeah, just we're cloning again. Like, it's just I feel like I've heard this song five times prior to this. Yeah, it's like a three or four chord chorus with the, you know, ABAB rhyming scheme, you know, two, uh, two, two, I guess, stanzas. And that's that's the chorus. And it's just kind of like, OK, like, like yeah. I, I see what you're doing. I want you to stop. But I see what you're doing. One of my biggest things about the song, too, is like, I know I said this was like catchy hook the album. Yeah. By this point, I feel like they've ran out of their catchiest of hooks. Yeah. I mean, like, when you write nothing. At the beginning. Yeah. The, I mean, that's where the first two singles are. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I don't know. This one didn't stand out to me too well because of that. Um, 
what I just, just okay there it is I've lost my point to my notes here Jesus <laughs> it's not my day today um, I will say though there, there was a point in the song where like uh, I think the last verse where the bass got to stand out a lot it's like this kind of fuzzed out bass mm-hmm. and I really love those types of tones on bass guitars so like yeah. that caught my attention again yeah. uh, too bad it was too brief though but I mean I guess it, it worked for the time it was around so kudos to that I guess um, but like it honestly feels like this song had more potential to be something yeah. and like make something of itself but they just went with a, like a lot of basic recycled ideas again as I said just kind of blending in so just another song I just let pass by I was like well that's that one and I probably won't go back to it, it it's I don't I can't recall if this has happened earlier in the album or if it's to come, but the constant repetition of the song title in the outro is just like, I I know I heard it in about two, three songs and I know that, you know, a lot of bands do that. It's kind of just, you know, typical, but listening to so many on one album is kind of like, I stop doing that. Yeah. Stop it. It's, (laughs) I hate that so much. It's essentially songwriting 101. Yeah, I hate it. I remember when I got into first started getting into songwriting back when I was like 11 or 12. Like, yeah, that's some of the first things I learned was just like you, you put the title of the song in the chorus and you repeat this, the title towards the end just to kind of like really emphasize what the song is called. Yeah. Even though when I write music now, sometimes I don't even put the, the, the song name in the song. Yeah. I'm an yeah. advanced songwriter. <laughs> step, step four. Have y'all heard Frail State yeah. yet? No, anyway. Um, but yeah, that, that's pretty much all I got to say for this one because, I mean, I don't know what to say when songs just start to blend. Like, I, I and there's nothing I can find that sticks out about these tracks. Like, yeah. I mentioned I mentioned the, the bass kind of standing on its own with the vocals. That was cool, but that's that's kind of it. Yeah. Um, just like uh, just like an unsalted cracker, there's not much to it. Um, and I don't even like crackers, so... I don't know what to say other than I'm ready to move on. You just haven't smeared peanut butter on a cracker. That's all. That's what makes them better. I Okay. Hold on. I just, side note. Oh God, we're doing tangenting. (laughs) Smooth or, or, uh, chunky. Crunchy. Or, okay. That's your answer. Are you correcting me? I'm doing both because I love crunchy peanut butter. Okay, good. Everyone in my house is a psychopath. I love the peanuts. It adds a texture. But anyways, uh, that's enough of the peanut butter cast for the day. <laughs> okay, we're, fr- we're friends again. We're back. It's fine. I haven't okay. that. I haven't said that yet. I have. Moving on. <laughs> yeah, well, I guess we should get through this album because, goddamn, it doesn't get much better from here. Yep. Um, although this song is a quite different feeling. Love is the answer, and again, in parentheses, Hindi version as compared to the other version I couldn't find. Although yep. apparently it was a demo called like Laid Back or something like that, or I don't even know, but yeah, oh, Love is the answer, answer, Hindi version. Okay, cool. I will say the addition of the uh, sitar and the tabla in this one uh, were actually probably the most exciting part of the album because it was the most different thing introduced so far. Yeah. So I was like, wow, something new to listen to that's not just a blended pile of everything else, although, granted, spoiler, the song becomes that later on. Yeah. But it, it was nice to have this in the beginning so I, I could actually feel excited about a song for once. I feel like this song has potential, but it also feels like I'm just listening to the chorus for four minutes. Yeah. And and that's it. It's just it it didn't give me much, I guess. Um, and it kind of seems like it was written by a 15-year-old that just listened to George Harrison for the first time. So I wasn't really too sure where I was going with that. George Harrison told me to listen to Ravi Shankar, so I did, and I made a song about it. <laughs> that's essentially what it comes yeah. down to. Yeah. Oh my it, God. It's nice that this was like a, a, a one of those nicer, catchy kind of songs, managing to actually yeah. like differentiate itself from the rest of the album. Oh yeah. Uh, but the structuring remains the exact same again, but sound wise, it stands out. So I gave it that much. Other than that, like, yeah. come on, Weezer, give me something to work with here. That's not just like the previous six songs. Yeah, and normally I say like, oh, this will grow on me. Like you know, don't take this as you know written in stone. 
but I probably won't listen to this song again. I don't care much. I don't even know if it. I'll listen to this album again. Yeah. There are a couple songs I'm like, I enjoyed this and I will listen to this again, but they definitely do not outweigh the ones that I just don't care for. Yeah. I, I, I My highest ranking song on this album isn't super highly ranked. Well, I'll say that much. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that's all I got to say for Love is the Answer. Sitar and Tabla, thank you for adding a new flavor there, a very exotic flavor. <laughs> but then it just goes back to the same old uh, plain-ass vanilla pudding, unsalted cracker, yeah. whatever your analogy was. Yeah, yeah. It's like a par- It's like a, like a yogurt parfait with the granola on top. And once you eat the granola, you're like, I don't want this yogurt. This sucks. <laughs> and the granola is like, that's the reason you bought it. But when it's all gone, you're like, I don't care for this anymore. See, I, I'll at least mix it in, but Weezer doesn't do that. They don't mix in. Oh, they just they want you to take the content off the top, and they're just like, everything else, blow. Nah, yep. You can throw it out. It's fine. It's sour <laughs> it <doesn't> milk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> I like yogurt. But anyways, song number eight. This isn't yogurt cast. It's let it all hang out. So what do you got for this one? Um, I Okay. Uh, so the chorus. Going into the chorus kind of sounds like pork and beans i kind of wanted to sing that i don't know if it was just you know vocal tone or what it was but it definitely reminded me of that um this (laughs) song still sounds like it's written by a 15 year old but a bro 15 year old that just wants to hang out with his buddies screw you mom i don't care what you gotta say i'm gonna go with my friends we're gonna go hang out in the mall oh look spoiler um and I think that repeating the last word in the verse would sound better as a processed echo than him just straight up repeating it a second time while he's singing. I thought you hated that shit. You've, you've two different albums where you've like literally ranted about that. For every single one. So if the, the verse is like A, B, A, B, doing it at the end of B, that's fine. Doing it at A and B, stop it stop it it's too much but when he's singing and he repeats say like table table it's done the same way but if he said like table table in the background i think it would have added a little bit more interest but having him just straight up repeat it as he's recording vocals i'm like that's just you could have done something with it to change it a little um but that was really uh the biggest criticism was one minor little thing uh i i have a quite a few criticisms of the song actually i'm <laughs> not the only one wait i want to see where it is on my list uh okay good i just wanted to see where it was because <laughs> I, I already know like how i feel about the song and i, I guess these feelings are going to get known really quickly so yeah I, I, first i'll do a throwback uh saying that this whole uh, verbatim this note this whole album could end up on the american pie soundtrack as it fits the era a few tracks of this would be fine nearly an entire album is so fatiguing yep um I also just think that this is like just another song that just kind of feels like all the others. Like I'm not excited to hear it. I I don't look forward to it. And honestly, all these like hooky courses are just becoming tiresome at this point. Yeah. Like I get you want to like bring people in and get them onto your song, but I mean like when you just do it every single time, like give me something else. Like some of my favorite songs ever don't have a hook. Yeah. But like they still sound great. I mean, you can do it. It's possible. But apparently they don't know how to write like that. So, I mean, by this point in the album, I was just like, there's two more songs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, uh, uh, shocker, didn't rate it as high as um, one may hope, what a fan may hope. Um, but uh, I just can't, I can't stop thinking of the you know the high schooler that is just you know writing a song about hanging it with his buddies and there was a line about it being the last day of the weekend or last day before the weekend or whatever like what am i listening to like i i my first thought of weezer as a band was going to be like you know they're these rivers went 
he went to Harvard and he's writing this shit. Like you're good. I hate this. He's smart I, enough to play dumb. <laughs> I just, well, he's, he's really good at it. So maybe that's the point. It's kind of like the whole Kesha I thing where this. she's actually a genius, and but she's actually like an idiot pop star. I actually really like her. Smart, <laughs> smart enough to play dumb though. Just saying. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? That's a pretty good point because that's Who the hell a, wakes up and brushes their teeth with a bottle of Jack. <laughs> oh my God. What a dumb hey, jerk. Anyway. You know what? It actually works. Um, but like, yeah, I don't know. I just don't, I don't know. It just kind of feels high schooly and very immature and just, I don't know, juvenile. And it's not even just this song. It's like a lot of it leading up to this, but I feel like at this point I've just had enough. I've definitely had enough. Yeah. I mean, I, I wrote something positive though. I enjoy the heaviness of the course, but again, just another song that blends in. Yep. So the, the heaviness of the course, best part of the song, other than that, just like stop. <laughs> Yep. we're done i definitely agree with that all right so i guess we'll just move on then because we're almost done the album yeah penultimate song in the mall the shortest song in the album so this was easier to get through granted there's I, no long song on this album i think the longest one is literally can't stop partying at like four and a half minutes everything yeah. else is like three and a half typically Okay, you know what? I'll give them that. Thank you. Thank you yeah. for the it was a 34 35. Minute album. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say that. Thank you for the 35 minute album. I appreciate it. Minus that. all the bonus content we didn't listen to. <laughs> and won't. If, and we won't. if we had to, God, the score of this album would just be beyond awful. I'm pretty sure it's probably not already good, but it would be uh, just ugh, absolute fucking sewer tanking. I hope you all got what you wanted. <laughs> Especially you, Matthew Lowry. <laughs> Oh, this song in the mall i actually enjoyed the music yeah i i liked it it was i like that um i <laughs> i feel like there was something like so 1998 about it and i 90s am, back again <laughs> i am down for the music but the song and what i got from the lyrics obviously it's called in the mall it sounds i don't know it kind of reminds me of like an audiobook version of like the movie Mall Rats. <laughs> Cause that's all I was picturing was like a 1980s mall or early 90s. And I don't know. It's the music was good. The music was good. I'll give it that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I feel kind of the same, <laughs> kind of the same way about it. Um, even yeah. though like this is like a, just another blended track on the album, uh, I did enjoy this one a little more. Uh, the the length suits it perfectly. Thank you for not being a three minute song. You could do a two minute song or two and a half, and it's fine. It sounds good yes. the way it is. Uh, I really enjoyed the vocal harmonies in the second verse. They use that very very well. Um, it added this kind of like new layer I hadn't really felt excited about in this album so far. So even though toward the end of the album, it was like, you could have done this earlier and got me excited again, but no. But then, of course, everything blends yeah. in again, so it's just, I'm not that excited. But, I mean, probably the better alt-rock, pop-rock sounding track on this whole album. I mean, especially when it comes to, like, throwback, nostalgia-type feels, like, this is the song to do it. Yeah, I I liked it. Um, I, I did make a, a note um, two, actually, one is a, a throwback and one is a kind of an inquiry. Um, he is definitely 15, writing about in the mall. Stop. Um, and was this entire album a dare? Probably. Was it like, I bet you won't write an album like this, and then they did it. Well, like, this does not feel real. <laughs> if, if you want to start sparking conspiracy theories, um, Rain Wilson helped name the album Ratitude. Rain Wilson also uh, being Dwight from The Office, for someone for anyone who doesn't know. Yes, he helped name the album. So start your conspiracy theories that a comedian helped name this album. So maybe he even had a, a hand in writing. Uh, head down. I <laughs> am done. <laughs> <laughs> Oh Lord. Okay, yeah. I, I think it's a I think it was a dare. I think it was a million dollar dare. I certainly hope so. And it, but even though it hit number one on certain charts, I mean like it was a, a payoff right there for that dare. Well yeah, I was gonna say, well, they got their money back. I mean, there was, actually, there was also a lot of publications that didn't like this album too much, but I didn't mention that in the beginning. I, yeah. I, we usually try to say positive accolades, and so I just I kept those ones in and took out all the other ones that were just like, eh. <laughs> 
even though that's my thoughts on the blue album <coughs> anyway yep anyway <laughs> we will get to the final song the very emotional i don't want to let you go we are at song number 10 this song is kind of really pretty through all uh throughout the entire thing um you know aside from love is the answer it's nice to have something that feels different from everything else on the album brought forward because it doesn't really get like that alt rocky kind of sound like it, it stays very soft stays consistent um great use of harmonies in this song too i appreciated that um as the drums started kicking in, I got scared it was going to get heavy and completely destroy the emotion, yeah. but it didn't. The drums were actually very light and they sounded either really processed or really like programmed. I don't really know, but like, yeah, the tonal consistency kind of stuck. I really liked that. But my only real gripe of the song is that like it ended really abruptly. Like it could yeah. have worked better as like a nice ring out being the end of the album, but like it ended kind of quickly. And I don't know. I actually really enjoyed the song. The emotion that kind of came with it. it. It was the first real feel good moment I had on this album, even though it's a very sad song. Um, but yeah, just could have done more of the ending, made it like a really good track. But no, just typical Weezer fashion. Don't know how to finish it properly. <laughs> I definitely agree with the tapering off at the end. That would have been really nice. But the first thing I thought of when I heard the song was I want to hear this with an orchestra, like some strings in the back or, you know, like um, orchestral drums, just, you know, light, but with that sort of feel to it, I think that would be nice. Um, and I, I, I like the placement on the album, although there wasn't too much previously that was slow or anything. So it was kind of nice to, to reach that sort of settled feeling and have that at the end of the album. I didn't hate the song at all, but I really want to hear it with an orchestra. <laughs> like I just, I desire to know what that sounds like. I'd wonder if you just took a look on YouTube, if that exists anywhere. I, I honestly don't know. Oh, yeah? I hadn't looked, Ooh. but maybe it does. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, they've been doing a lot of uh, interesting yeah. stuff lately, like with their cover albums and stuff like that. And I think, <laughs> Van, I think yeah. Van Weezer just came out, but anyway, uh, like I something like that might exist. I don't know. But yeah, yeah, I, I didn't, I didn't hate it. I didn't yeah, I, I didn't hate the song either. I actually really enjoyed this one. It just, it's too bad that it was the end of the album. It's like, oh, something I actually really enjoyed, and the album's over. Cool. And it's over. Yep, it's all gone. Yep, dangling that carrot, you know. Well, dangle that carrot no longer because it's now time to rank the songs. Before we get into the song rankings, if you've made it this far, that means you're interested in what we're doing, right? So go ahead on YouTube, like and subscribe because, you know, we yes. want you to be part of this channel community. Brick, remember the whole brick analogy. Same with you, audio yes. listeners. Like, subscribe, follow, comment, rate. You made it this far. You must be enjoying something. Let us know. how. How's our driving? Let us know. Yeah, yeah. Throw those like little reminders in there. Okay, <laughs> song rankings. Uh, I'm just gonna go ahead and pop right there at the top of the screen. Graphics changed. That means we can actually get started on this. Uh, so you already kind of, uh, I think, spoiled that we're not gonna match our number ten. Although I thought we were because my number ten is "Can't Stop Partying." Uh, love is the answer. Oh, love is the answer. 10. Number ten. Okay. <laughs> all right. My song number nine is "Let It All Hang Out." Can't stop partying close we're yep. always like one off of certain tracks that i'm almost <laughs> certain we'd match on yeah oh yeah can't stop okay number eight the girl got hot tripping down the freeway i got a bad feeling about this i definitely do as well well every time i get a bad feeling we get at least one because <laughs> my number one. my number seven is tripping down the freeway let it all hang out <laughs> yes. it's just it's all like all the same except for it's just like a little jumbled a big capital f right here oh. uh number six put, put 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 me back together i'm stuttering here put me back together the girl got hot girl number five love is the answer i don't want to let you go don't want uh, the very long one, number four. If you're wondering if I want you to, I want you to. In the mall. mall. It's like one of those things where it's like you say something, you say in bed. So I'm just going to say in the mall after everything. <laughs> uh, I'm, and I'm still going with the whole through her eyes thing. That's my thing to add on to. Bad <laughs> shit. Although I have, a, I have a note about that after we're done ranking the songs here. Number three, I'm your daddy. I'm your daddy. Wow, we did it. 
Daddy. I did I did not expect that. Daddy, oh daddy. Slip. <laughs> well, that is the only one we're gonna match, so yeah. hundred percent, yeah. Number two in the mall. I want you to. Want you to. And number one, I don't wanna let you go. Put me back together. So I like how the ballady-ish kind of tracks were like our number one here. Yeah. Put me back together. Once again, we're down to like one. That. That's like our average now. Yep. At least we got the one. I I'm, guess. I'm pretty happy that we actually got one. In a top three spa space, nonetheless. Uh, but yeah, this the note, true. note I want to make real quick. Um, we don't usually say individual song scores, but I must say this because I think I said when, when I did Through Her Eyes by Dream Theater, uh, I rated that two out of ten. It was I, I gave it two points for just being a song. <laughs> yep. Can't Stop Partying, 1.5 out of ten. It I gave was, that a two. But because uh, Through Her Eyes is still like the standard of bad songs, even if something surpasses it, like Can't Stop Partying, it's the original, it's the OP. So I'm still going to use the analogy of something going through. Can't Stop Partying went through her eyes today. There you go. I can actually say that. It went straight through her fucking eyes. So when you say OP, do, is that just original poop? More or less, yeah. So shitty. <laughs> More or less. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe maybe that's oh, I need fucking to know. 4chan from 2008 coming back through me. <laughs> I alert. I never well, posted. See, that's why I put my number one where it was. It was just a throwback to memories. So, I mean, we're both this feeling whole, it. You know? This whole album was an awkward nostalgia trip that didn't feel the greatest. Yeah, I didn't want to be on it. It's like a roller coaster that's just like, I just, I'm, I want off. Get me off here. Well, this is where we can I really get want to know what you rated it. I was going to say, this is where we can get off the roller coaster because this is where <laughs> we can transition screens and actually rate the record. Yes. I think we're good. I think we're ready for this. Oh, yes. Oh, but yes. First screen transition. Wipe. All right, here it is. The oh-so-famous album rating screen that we've used for every single episode. The the highs of Mr. Bungle and the lows of Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. I, I was going to thumbs up, thumbs down, but I actually like that. So uh, thumbs up, thumbs up. Even though you still didn't rate Tom Petty like too high, I don't think. I don't remember. Hey, a woman's allowed to change, okay? I suppose so. But that means <laughs> we have to redux the episodes, and I don't want to do that yet. <laughs> All of them right now. It's too early to redux. Anyways, speaking of reducing, we're not doing that because it's a fresh rating today of Weezer's Ratitude. You've heard what we think of the songs. You've heard where we ranked them. But now the album needs to sit on a shelf. So last week I went first. So it's your turn to go first this time. We're going to just start altern alternating here. I am throwing this in the F as in fuck this shit. And I rated it a 44. Whoa, buddy. So it's like a 44 even then, right? 44 even. Fine by me. So that means I'm going to open up my calculator before I save my score. Do this. Do a little math. Divided by two. Okay. Wow. Oh, close. Close. Oh, yeah? I Jeez. gave this album. Not with Tom Petty. Please not with Tom Petty. 58%. <laughs> Even, <laughs> so, like there were just moments. I on this what? How did how did you rate it so far more than I did? Oh my god! It's still a goddamn low rating. I mean, it's a D but, plus. But like, but like, I thought I was being generous. I think I'm being generous. The the moments that stuck out to me on this album, despite the fact there weren't a lot, was yeah. enough to keep it like its head just barely above water. Dang, yeah, but sounds like it. Speaking of being barely above water, though, with the combination of our percentages, you said what, 44? 44 even. 44, and I had my 58 even. That means it sits at an even 51% D minus tier underneath Tom Petty. I, I'm glad he's underneath, but I am, I am mad that they are in the same tier. I, I, well, you can feel happy that Tom Petty has a doggo to play with now. <laughs> a very hyperactive doggo. Do we still use that word on the internet? Doggo? Pupper? <laughs> are we still, are we still cool? Are we still kids? Because I mean, if this album was written by a 15 year old, they must use the word doggo. Oh my God. Yeah. Or whatever <laughs> it is the kids are talking about these days. I or still don't know what cap means. 
I think we've already been over this. Doesn't that mean like it's like fiction or something like that? Not real? It's bullshit? I think so, but I'm old. I don't know. My back hurts when I get out of bed. I'm out of touch. It, my I throw up my shoulders every time I sneeze. I'm right there with you. <laughs> Christ. But oh, I mean, like, oh. if Cap does mean something along the lines of bullshit, well, then Weezer's gratitude is definitely Cap at this point. Yeah. Just oh, throw yeah. the R in there, though. Crap. It's fine. We get it. It's definitely, like, I... I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just in a state of disbelief. Sorry for the uh, the heavy breathing silence, but like I'm just in heavy heavy disbelief that that did not make it. I, I swear to God, we have to add another tier where it's like R, where it's like <laughs> like rated shit. If we can't even like fill out the F, then we can't have an R. That, that wasn't my fault. <laughs> I, that's why I said close. God damn that pretty close i mean now i can say that i've listened to an entire weezer album so i have that going for me and who knows you might actually like like the blue album or something like that especially because like you know it came out in the early 90s or like early to mid 90s when music was still pretty cool yeah that is my vibe so and like that particular sound was good at the time and it was like it was at its prime so i don't know maybe if i was to like critically listen to blue album maybe i'd feel better about it than i do just on a general listen yeah but as it stands right now i still say it's meh <laughs> getting yeah. everyone well, to probably, hate me real quick probably not nearly as meh as ratitude but i mean it is what it is i guess and i'm just gonna have to force myself to sleep tonight because yikes <laughs> so yikes. matthew lowry how do you feel about us giving your request a 51 percent d minus tier rating <laughs> i want to know what you would give it not you chris but, but matthew. i want to know yeah yeah I'd, I'd like to know what the uh the requester would rate the uh the album because even even as we said at the beginning like if you want to try to mess with us and give us a really shitty album to rank you're you're really not messing with us because it just ends it's it's more content for our tier list heck yes so set up a little so what you're trying to say is we win Well, I mean, in any scenario, we're definitely going to win. I mean, well, I mean, once I forget the album and it's just out of my brain, I've won. Um, right now, I think I'm just going to listen to like the two, three songs that I really enjoyed. <laughs> but that's it. But actually, I'm actually kind of thankful that I heard those songs because I did find out that I like them. So I guess it See, all works out. There's always something nice on even like the worst albums. Yeah. Yeah. It's. I'm slightly disappointed, but I guess looking on the bright side, there are a couple songs that I did enjoy. So there you go. I'll take that. Small I'll take little that. Cla- small golf clap for that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll you made it all the way to the end with us. You made it all the way through Ratitude if you absolutely listened to it. I don't know if you did or not, but if you did, you made it here with us. Yes. If you've made it all the way to the end, wow, I slurred through that one real hard. If you made it all <laughs> the way through the end, there you go. My tongue works again. We hope that you'll actually, you know, like and subscribe to uh, YouTube. Again, yes. building this community, we want to know what you thought about this album. Do you agree with our ratings, rankings, anything at all? Let us know where you sit with Weezer's Ratitude or really any of the uh, other episodes we've done, too. Go to those episodes, oh, leave comments, yes. too. Yeah, Fill yeah. them up. Fill up those boards. And, of course, audio platforms, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Castbox, Anchor, Bandcamp, soon to be Stitcher. Not yet, though. As of recording this, at least, like uh, when this episode comes out, we could actually be on Stitcher. Now, I, so I'm, I hope I'm, so. I might be speaking too soon, but regardless, <laughs> yes. Like, follow, rate, comment, subscribe, stock, anything you want to do that helps to build the channel a little bit. Stocks are gonna not me. I'm too busy. Yeah, yeah. Don't stock. <laughs> you can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and tiktok yes we are on tiktok at rate the record podcast and on twitter at rate the record though uh to be honest we're terrible with keeping up with twitter it's just still trying to remember <laughs> it's just one of the weaker platforms so i don't know yeah i i don't like going to twitter because it's just people being rude and i'm like i don't need that in my life so i'm out of here so that's that's literally every social media platform but yes, thank you so much for watching. Thank you so much for listening. We hope that you enjoyed this episode again. Just let us know how we did on social media. How's our driving? But before we let you go, before we cut you loose, we do have another episode coming up next week. Episode 10, the first double digits were all the way here already. I can't believe we're freaking out about 10 numbers. Yeah! 
But with that said, yes, we do have another episode. <laughs> I'm so glad you guys are with us for this whole ride. I'm so excited. Yes, exactly. We Again, community, brick analogy, bricks. I'm just going to start posting pictures of bricks on Instagram with an arrow that says, you. Because <laughs> it works. Yes. Okay, so next week episode 10 uh we're doing something a little different uh we used a randomizer uh so the randomizer is uh called shuffle spelled s-h-f-l dot com and we used that to pick a completely random album to uh go into and sure enough it's a blind pick because neither of us have i don't even think we've ever heard of this band not once Although I looked into them a little more, it's like, yeah, they've been around for a while, and like this particular album did well, apparently. Uh, so the hint for next week, a band that we've never heard of, so this should be interesting, an alt-rock band from Massachusetts who formed in the 90s. The album we have planned recently turned 11, and it seems like it was given some decent praise as well. I mean, that could be anybody, but that's all we can say without giving it too much away, I guess. Yeah, I'm excited for this. It's uh. It's it's like Weezer where I haven't listened to the album, but I've actually don't know and no preconceived notions about the band at all. So I'm really looking forward to it. I, I've already listened to a little tiny bit of it, not a whole lot, but just to kind of get a feel for it. And yeah. It's 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 gonna be interesting. I'll say that much. I mean, I can't nice. say too much without giving anything away. Yeah, yeah. Nice. But this is where we cut you off, and this is where you have to tune in next week to come join us for that mysterious episode 10, the double digit episode. Yes. So one more time, thank you so much for tuning in. Go listen to some awesome music, and we will see you next time. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm.